Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. Back on Last Day Radio Network, HUR Voices, Sirius XM, Radio Channel 141, Sports Talk and Entertainment Excellence. I'm late to the party on this because one of the things that, that I don't do on this show, I'm I'm not into to the tea spilling. And I don't really care what anybody does in, in their personal life. I don't care who you voted for, what your politics are what your religion is. I'm just not a us versus them type of person. So to me, everybody is, is a soul. And it's my job as, as a Christian, as a man, as someone that's aspiring to grow and, and become better, the best version of, of myself possible. I love everybody. So I don't, I don't care about your sexual orientation. I don't care about your gender fluidity. I don't care about any of those things. Those things do not matter to me. You who you, you vote for Trump or for Biden, those things don't matter. I'm not into identity politics. I, I love everybody and want to see everybody supported and have the opportunity to exist and be their true self. So I'm not really into the, to the tea spilling and the negativity that comes from gossip and, and conjecture an innuendo. It's just not my thing. It's not the type of energy that I want to put out into the atmosphere. I do believe in karma. I think when you put negative energy out there, negative energy returns. So I'm late to the party on this, but my wife was able to get me to sit down and watch the Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp from a while back. And I never seen it. You know, you hear, you see the clips on Instagram and, and you see some of the things he's saying about the Illuminati and everybody responded and he took shots at Kevin Hart and he took shots at Ludacris and he took shots at Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer and other people. I think he took a shot. I think he called John. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like four hours. Four hour interview is, is a long time. That's like a, that's like a, a, a peak Scorsese movie. You're talking about Goodfellas. You're talking about Scarface. You're talking about these movies. What's the one? The Irishman. It's like a three and a half hour movie. You're talking Godfather territory. I I can't watch. My attention span is way too short to watch anything for for three hours for four hours. So I watched some of it with the missus who was was very interested in in some of Cat Williams' commentary. And I and I love Cat Williams. I think that Cat Williams, as a stand-up comedian, him and Mike Epps, along with Chappelle, are are kind of my three favorite. I, I love I think Mike Epps is probably my favorite. I love Mike Epps. I just think that Mike Epps is naturally funny and hilarious. He has a he has an interesting story. Been locked up, been to prison. I just think that Mike Epps is funny. I love Chappelle and the fact that he goes political with it and that he doesn't care what the establishment thinks. I think Chappelle gets too much 
into the LGBTQ community. I think that ship has sailed. And and I think that his comedy gets too much into to that crowd and, and whatever disagreements that he's had with that cohort over the years. I wish that he kind of lay off of that. But I like Chappelle. I like Cat Williams. Cat Williams is, is naturally funny. He seems to be authentic. He has a great voice. And as far as somebody who I'd want to see, now you have some see on tour. Cat Williams is way up there. I'm not as big of a fan of Kevin Hart in his comedy, but I think Kevin Hart, he's great in the movies. He's done some big blockbuster movies, and he has the he has a channel on Sirius XM. That's fantastic. There's a lot of fantastic content. Kevin Hart's different. Steve Harvey, would I want to see his stand-up comedy? Probably not. Steve Harvey's 20 years older than me, different generation. But Steve Harvey on Family Feud and on network TV he had his own show, the Steve Harvey show. I don't mean the one where um, he was the principal out of school. I'm going to get in trouble because that show, that that Regina, the, the principal, uh, Wendy Raquel Robinson, she was fine, fine, fine. I can't imagine when I was a single man working with someone that fine. Man, unbelievable. Now, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Oprah-type Dr. Phil show that Steve Harvey had. I did the Cat Williams interview <laughs> brought a lot of negativity out of a lot of people and it kind of established this us versus them and so if i like cat williams i can't like steve harvey or cedric the entertainer anymore because they stole a joke from him i can't like Ludacris because they went to some illuminati party and Ludacris was chosen because he's quote unquote willing to do things that cat williams wouldn't i can't like ricky smiley and I'm just not, that's just not how I'm wired. I think that you can respect everybody and their talents, whether it's sports, whether it's comedy, whether it's hip-hop. You know, if Drake and Most Def are throwing shots at each other, I don't have to choose between one or the other. I mean, I'm old. When Ice Cube was 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 writing No Vaseline about N.W.A., in Easy E, I didn't have to choose between am I going to listen to Ice Cube's music or am I going to listen to to the Chronic. That's not how entertainment works, and that's what I wanted to talk about. We get way too much in our feelings over this stuff. First and foremost, I don't know Cat Williams. You don't know Cat Williams. If you bumped into Cat Williams at the airport, I assume that he has security. You try to roll up on him, you probably get disemboweled by his security. The, the podcast era and the YouTube era where we can see these people, it's not mainstream media, people that have platforms, they can build their own platform. You don't need a major if, you're, if you already have cachet to build a large platform and reach millions and millions of people. It kind of creates this illusion that we really know these individuals and, and we know them and there's some type of symbiotic relationship there's some type of camaraderie or the truth of this. And this is the harsh reality about all media. People ask me all the time. They're like, Lance, I see some of the stuff that you've done in media, both part-time and full-time. I'd like to get in media. Can you give me some tips? And one of the first things I always tell people, I'm like, hey, don't take yourself too seriously because this stuff in many ways is an illusion. Media exists to get as many people eyeballs, 
ears, as many people to consume the content so you're able to sell advertising. That's why media exists. It doesn't exist to make the world a better place. It doesn't exist to to save the whales. It doesn't exist to advance your your specific religion or cause. You're there. Can you put butts in the seats? Are you good enough? Are you compelling enough? Are you interesting enough to put butts in the seats and create a monetized value for your time? That's what media is. That's what the Super Bowl is. People think that the Super Bowl is fixed and sports are fixed and there's a script. And Taylor Swift and, and all of this stuff that, that the, the objective is to create these storylines that aren't real. Like, like life is really WWE. And I'm like, yes. I don't know if I don't know if Adam Silver is lobbying for, for the Lakers to go deep into the playoffs. I don't I don't know if it's if it's truly scripted, but it's in the best interest to show Taylor Swift if you have access to to the rights to air the Super Bowl. I, I believe I believe those contracts are like $25 billion. If I spend $25 billion to air the Super Bowl, I'm going to show as many pictures of Taylor Swift as I possibly can show because she's one of the most famous people in the world. And individuals have to get out of their feelings. Like the Cat Williams interview, I didn't have, a, I didn't have an issue with it. Like I said, I'm not a tea spiller. That's not really my thing. But the vitriol that came for, for people that Cat Williams has beef with or, or dislikes or is competing with, I assume that he's competing with for the same roles as a, as a comedian. And I, I reject the concept that it's us versus them. Like, we got to get out of our feelings. This stuff is all entertainment. This is not real life. Now, there are some things that Cat Williams interview talks about being homeless, talks about leaving home at like 15 stuff like that. That's real life. People have had health crises. That's real life. And a lot of people may not agree with what I'm about to say, but my viewpoint of entertainment's a little bit different. When I'm in Vegas and I'm watching Cirque du Soleil or I'm in New York city, I'm taking my wife to a Broadway show, or even if I'm in Nashville where I live and we're at a Titans game, I'm not really thinking about the acrobat in Cirque du Soleil and what's going on with them mentally. I mean, I hope that I want everyone to have strong physical and mental health. That's the most important thing in the world. But I'm a consumer. I'm there to be entertained. And my point of view is the the same with politics as well. I don't really talk about politics on, on this show, but we get so divided by entertainment for politics. CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. You don't understand that that's entertainment. It's not literal it's not to be taken seriously. If you want to tether your moral compass and, and you want to tether your beliefs and who you vote for based on, on your favorite entertainer, that's fine. How do we know right now as, as I'm speaking in, into this microphone at Paragon 7 Studios, how do we know that Tucker Carlson and Rachel Maddow are not on a yacht somewhere counting their money, laughing, laughing at, at how they're making the puppets dance? Don't take this stuff too seriously. It's all entertainment. Politics, political radio, and television is entertainment. Sports, your favorite athlete, that's entertainment. The NBA, the NFL, MLS, baseball, 
They exist to sell ad space. Music is entertainment. Your favorite artists, whether you're a hip-hop head like me, or you like R&B, whether you like rock and roll. I live in Nashville. If you, if you like country music, it's all entertainment. When you go to a Broadway show, it's entertainment. When you go to see a movie, it's entertainment. Don't take that stuff too seriously. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. And, and shout out to everywhere where I can go and get a good oxtail with extra gravy. Some of the spots here in Nashville, man, they don't wanna they wanna give you the guy was like, you me, me know it, we we can't give you extra gravy. I'm like, yo, man, I'm I'm willing to pay for it. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. What's oxtail and rice and peas if you don't have any extra gravy? What are what are we doing here? What's the point? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Joining us on the Lance J Radio Network tonight, the one and only Pete Rock, the Chocolate Boy Wonder. My favorite Pete Rock remix is the Jump Around remix Jump around. and the Public Enemy, the I Shut, shut Him down. down. Who do you well, rock with that some of the young bulls that's out in the industry today? Well, I definitely say the whole Griselda click, and then I'll say the PDE click, and, you know, um, you know, you know, J. Cole. Wow, wow. I, I, I love you to death, Pete Rock. I love you to no death, doubt. Pete Rock. And me and Pete Rock supposed to do something as well. Nope. No doubt, bro. Nope. Let's get it popped. So, so, so. 